get started, man. You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. L.A. Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of L.A. Street Art Gallery, James Chen of what up, everyone? Yes. Hello. Dude, this is this is real interesting today. It's always nice to meet somebody for the first time after you've known them, like just through their artwork. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what. That's exactly what we have here with uh, with Mr. Carpart. Welcome, man. Thank you. It's good to be here. Hell yeah, dude. Thanks for coming down uh, to the container yard today. Oh, which by the way, I uh, just want to say a huge shout out to uh, Ash and the container yard for hosting us for uh three episodes today um they are uh you know one of the stalwarts in the uh, graffiti and street art uh community very very supportive and we are very grateful um they're in downtown la if you ever get a chance come by and check out the place even just the outside even if they're closed just drive around the outside and you can see some of the best art from uh some of the best artists in the world uh both locally and international so um ash thanks again for having us landon landon cole here uh setting us up this time um ash is in hawaii must be nice um but uh you know we've got some great we got a great spot here and we look forward to uh, developing a closer relationship with the container yard and uh, working with these guys uh, more often hell yeah so let's uh let's get started man well where did you come from Where'd I come from? Yeah. I just came from home. Home. <laughs> <laughs> Where, what area are you living I'm, in? Uh, I'm born and raised here in LA. Hell I, yeah. I'm from Westchester and okay. went to okay. Brentwood and You're sur- like real survived. LA, oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, so lucky. He's like legit LA. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Things like, see, I'm SGV. A lot of times people like, they're like, yeah, you're like, <laughs> oh, you're like LA County. You know, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. So, so no, he's like legit. I could like, tell in his laugh when you said that there was a little bit of edge to that, it. That's like, what I'm oh, saying. Hey, right. but, yeah, but we see, still love you, though. Yeah, no, you, exactly. <laughs> you still claim us in the, in, yeah. in the, in the big part, You're right? Closer you, than a lot of people. Exactly. Here, to be you know, some people from San Bernardino, Riverside, they'd be claiming L.A. You know what I mean? So, oh yeah, that's not even closer the, than me coming from the redneck Riviera of Florida. So <laughs> much um, closer than Florida. Yeah. But you know, from but, where Homo Riot is, is uh, you know, he grew up about a half hour away from me. Nice. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. We didn't know that until we did the podcast with him, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm from uh, Milton," and I'm like, "What?" It's funny how small the world gets too, <laughs> especially no, here in LA. It's huge. And it's in huge, and it's it's massive. It's just the coincidences sometimes are crazy. Yeah, and and in this street art community, man. Once you get into the real street art community, man. I mean, a lot of people, you know, they do some stickers, right? They do a little wheat paste, right? But to get noticed by, you know, just the community, man. This is what I'm talking about here, man. Because it, it takes a little bit more each time, you know. I mean, either it's something that kind of sticks out that's different than the others, or you go bigger than, or you go in a spot that's just you know noticeable or whatever. Or quality, man. Yeah, that too. But yeah. you know, we, we notice a, a pattern. You know, there's always a pattern with the new the new street artists. You know, they they get out, they get up, you know, and then they get a couple of pieces in a gallery, you know, and then you never see them in the streets again, you know. Um, and it's usually because either their pieces in the gallery start doing well and then they're only doing gallery stuff or the pieces don't do well in the gallery and they're like the hell with it and they're done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. So, um, but what I, uh, what I enjoy about, uh, Mr. Carpart's work is the quality, you know, and content as, as well. Um, oh, thank you. I mean, so I, it couldn't have been possible without learning the basics of how to cut a real, real stencil from, 
teacher's videos. That's, that's where I learned. That's, I'm, I'm very honored to have uh, uh, Carpart using my my uh, technology. That's um, awesome, and thank you for giving that shout out, man. Because like a lot of people, I feel like it, you know, you know, they may not even. I mean, I think they know they're using your technique, right? No, dude. I, I'm, I, I would hope. I would hope that there's a lot of artists out there who have learned it from somebody who have no idea who I am, and I, I really right. don't care. You know what I mean? Because that's not that's not what it's about. It's about giving them a you know a different way of expressing themselves, and and uh, that's all it is. You know. But um, so, when did you uh, have you been an artist all your life? Yeah, I have, but you know, kind of funnily enough, I put it aside for a few years. I went to school for mechanical engineering and. Okay. Oh. Was in the corporate world for a few years and designing medical devices and nice. cubicle Shit. and. Where did you I go to school? I went to UC Berkeley. Okay, okay. Whoa. I spent I spent some time at UC Berkeley, man. I love it up there. It, it, no, it's a nice place, man. Definitely. Uh, you ever eat an Asian ghetto? No, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's just like you know, there's this little Asian like square spot where all the berkeley students like cheap food yeah it's cheap food and they talk about overthrowing the government (laughs) 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 i'm kidding they get boba there and shit (laughs) no but berkeley man berkeley no i i I used to date a girl in berkeley so i used to like go up there a lot it's like a progressive area man right it is i'm glad you survived that (laughs) (laughs) i would just go up there to party actually man Uh, um but uh, but yeah, man. You know, um, so you came back down. You were you were an engineer for a little bit. Okay, what's your ethnic background, man? My ethnic. You want to guess? Uh, I can't. Oh, I love I, this I, game. This, this God, is interesting, oh man. Uh, Persian. That's what I was gonna say. No, that's fair though. I, you know what? I get different answers depending on my mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I Let like me just that. tell you something, okay? Uh, Carpart has got the serious hair game going on. Like yeah. he's probably got the best hair. Of any graffiti artist that I've ever met. Oh, Holy wow. shit! That's and a huge compliment, like, considering the, I have none. The uh, the mustache looks like he could grow an absolutely perfect porn star oh, mustache. Like, I wish. I, w- <laughs> I was gonna say Persian, but I've been saying I'm guessing Persian too. Um, Brazilian. Yeah, you could be Brazilian. You could be like Latino, Latinx. Right? Yeah, I could. <laughs> I really could be, a could lot be of any things, of that. Yeah, yeah, so I can yeah. grow it out and kind of have that Hispanic. I'm just curious, look, man. Because yeah, what, what were mom and dad? They're Polish, Polish, Romanian. Okay, Romanian. Romanian. Got the Romanian. Yep. Yes. Have you been back to the motherland? I have not. You've never been back to Poland. No, I have Interesting. not. Interesting. Okay. No, it's in my it's travels. A, I'd love to though. I oh man, dude, heard it's One, amazing. Yeah, it's a it's a shit, man. People don't talk about like people are like oh Eastern Europe go to Prague. Fuck Prague, yeah, dude. Fuck Prague. You know, that's like, <laughs> it sounds that's, cool. That's like some, yeah, no, it sounds cool. It looks cool. pretty, too. You, know, you, you want to walk, life and you wanna walk on some bridges, you oh, go to Prague. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if you want, like, to live like a fucking king, dude, you know, and eat the best food and the best fucking beer, man, yep. like Poland Central is the Europe, shit, yeah. man. Like, beautiful girls, too. Crack, yeah, I mean, and, and they like. And people, beautiful people. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, beautiful okay. humans. But anyways, all, co- over, all over the world. I, I, want, I want to know about your origin story, man. You, okay, so you, so you, go, you were in corporate america after how long were you in corporate america uh, i spent three years I did, okay did three years in corporate america okay. sounds like a tour yeah, <laughs> it's like more of a sentence yeah <laughs> i like that man i, like I did three years yeah, the I way he said three years like a, in silmar yeah. <laughs> san quentin yeah. three years uh i'm gonna go back and do a blues album when i you know, <laughs> finally crack the surface here i can open up my uh my media a little bit. So three years, and then uh, were you, I mean, were you always? Uh, I mean, when you were you know doing the corporate thing, were you still pursuing any type of creative ventures? Yeah, I was on the design side there, and in, in okay. mechanical development we called it. But I was really a product designer and hiding under the guise of a mechanical engineer. Then 
You're making like ovens or no? I was like making uh, pacemakers and oh, oh medical insertable device, medical cardiac device. monitors, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. surgical yeah, yeah. tools and things. Of that Interesting. Nature. No, I used to sell, actually. I used to sell. Uh, I used to sell uh, medical device. Oh, you did? Actually, yeah, and and pharmaceuticals, <laughs> dude. You know what I mean? So, so you know, I, you I know understand what that world like, is like. It's like it's so corporate that it's like almost. That's when street art, the LA Street Art Gallery started. Yeah, right? I don't know if you know actually how LA Street Art Gallery started. I was a pharmaceutical rep in the Hollywood. Uh, just area basically you know if you're a pharmaceutical rep or a medical device rep you got to kind of visit all these doctors and doctors are in weird areas a lot of yep. times right and there's a boom man and there's just all this street art going on so I just take pictures while I'm fucking doing my corporate thing uh -huh. and then uh, we just post them on a blog and boom you know 10 years later man we basically have the uh, we carry the torch from a blog called Melrose and Fairfax, basically, and uh, you know we're kind of like the central LA, you know. We're we gonna get Greg on. I mean, come on. Yeah, you, we, you man, mentioned I gotta, that, right? I gotta I gotta reach out to Greg. Yeah, that would be great to actually have him on. But there's this guy named Greg who, uh, if you ever see him uh, post up, bankrupt slut. I don't know if you ever seen it on the street. This is a while back, basically, <laughs> but he ran this blog called Melrose and Fairfax. And uh, check it out on a video. Um, I'll, I'll send it to you. But uh, anyway, so we started this blog, LA Shore Gallery. And nowadays, I mean, pretty much we just doing this podcast, just promoting anything that's interesting going on in the street, man. And the stuff you're doing is definitely pretty interesting to me, man. Thank you. Well, I think it's funny that you said, uh, you know, there was a boom a couple of years ago. And growing up here and living here now, I've been back for about six years now. I felt that very much. I, I felt, mm -hmm. you know, almost out of nowhere. It seemed like exit through the gift shop happened, and then yeah. all of a sudden, uh, every wall in LA started, you know, <laughs> popping up with with art and murals, and and artists from all over started coming here to put up their stuff. And uh, you know, I, I'd be curious to hear what your experience has been with that, having you know been around uh, a while longer, and and maybe seeing some people come into town who. Well, here's the thing. I I um I came out here in '99, uh, <clears throat> um, and started living here. And um, at that time, I, I, I started noticing the, uh, the Shepherd Ferry Obey faces. And I also saw uh, some Alec Monopoly pieces and some Free Humanity pieces. And those were like the first, you know, three um, pieces that I saw that, uh, that weren't, you know, just like amazing uh, pieces or burners, you know, of, of graffiti. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I wanted to do something, but... Um, I fucking couldn't come up with anything, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, I went to art school. I got a bachelor's degree of fine arts, and ended up going off on the uh, commission painting realm. Doing uh. started with show horses, and then portraits of dogs, and then people, and just worked for some of the richest people in the world and everything. But um, you know, when I came out to LA and started seeing the graffiti. Um, I wanted to try to maybe do some pieces that, you know, had graffiti in the background, like do a painting with some graffiti in it. But I didn't want to disrespect the, the culture or anything like that. So I was kind of, you know, just in a, I don't know, um, uh, purgatory kind of, you mm -hmm. know. And then um, <laughs> then I got married and, and had kids. And right when we had our kids, um, you know, that's when they were making cuts in the education budget, taking art out of schools. And so... That was, you know, all of a sudden, catalyst, that, was, that was my catalyst. Right. And um, I, the wife was doing research um, because she's a uh, filmmaker. And she uh, was in the process of putting together her first film. And part of her research was to go see Exit Through the Gift Shop. And so she wanted me to go with her. 
And I was like, oh, fuck, man. I got to go see one of these. <laughs> you know, I want to be supportive. Sure, sweetie. I'll go see that film with you. You know, no worries. Yeah, I want to be, be supportive. What's this exit through the fucking gift shop? Whatever. And, of course, I ended up enjoying the film way more than she did. Of course. You know, like just laughing my ass off and learning. You know, it was like a, a textbook for me, basically. It was. And um, so I was like, okay, well, I can do that. And I can do that. And I can easily do that. You know? And um, I'd actually cut a couple of stencils back when uh, I was like 15 years old and I was just doing some airbrushing in this um, You're doing the t-shirts. Area, doing t-shirts and stuff. Um, it was the, the Journey Escape album cover. I actually did, you know, a little <laughs> thing busting out of the sphere or whatever. I did yeah. a stencil of that, right? And used airbrush and everything. Um, so, uh, you know, and then cut to, uh, literally cut to, um, you know, 25, 30 years later, um, you know, the idea of, of getting pieces up in the street, um, you know, that's that's how I, uh, it, you know, and actually it happened because I was sitting in my garage and um, we were flipping this house at the time. And, and the first thing we do, normally do is take all the screens off the windows. And so there's just this stack of fiberglass window screens sitting in front of me. And I'm going, I wonder if paper will stick to that. <laughs> That's what it started with. I wonder if people will stick to that screen. Uh-huh. Peach is a man of many talents. He was he flips houses as well, and too. So basically, like you know, naturally that that screen technique just came to him, man. That came I, out of out of necessity, you know, carpentry, and, and, and yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, right. um, but yeah, that was that was my catalyst to get going. And and exit through the gift shop was, you know, that's that's kind of it was it was my textbook, and um, that's that's when I started getting up was in almost 10 years ago it was in november of 2010 damn i was already 10 years ago oh, shit. yeah it was crazy <laughs> we're, we're in 2020 now man it's a decade now, well I'm, I'm getting ready to put together a, a book it's uh it's gonna be something like the decade of stencils by teacher hey um, hey i heard a rumor about about you oh, yeah. i heard a few actually but there's one that i'll share oh <laughs> uh, yeah yeah i love it man let's hear this so rumor. you mentioned the book about stencils i love yeah, that yeah. i think it's so teacher and, and uh i i've been kicking around an idea with some some of our friends uh levy uh steven mm. levy shout out i love shout out good, Stephen good levy. Hell yeah. um, something about putting together a stencil show an all stencil show yeah i thought that'd be really rad yeah, yeah. Totally. if you got them hey, them right let us let us know man i mean we'll promote on la Strayer gallery we'll you know promote the shit out of it and then uh i'm sure you know let's talk after the show about it man that'd the be details rad. yeah definitely Dude, um, I, would, I would totally be down for something like that. It would be probably something like uh, maybe later this year because we're putting together um, a get-together right now for uh, possibly March 17th. Um, St. Patrick's Day, man. Yeah. I figure uh, everybody, like, you know, needs a place to drink for St. Patrick's Day. Yep. Yeah, there's usually a bunch of lame things going on for St. Patrick's. Not a really big, you know, uh, artistic thing or whatever. So uh, we're going to... I'm gonna talk to you, Ash. Hey, hey, Ash. What, uh, what do you think, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we'll, maybe we'll, see if we can have it here at the Container Yard and just have all the the artists that we've had on the podcast, um, something like you that. Know, that would be rad. Put yeah. a piece in so, and uh, have a little group show get together and um, you know, kind of solidify the community a little bit. And uh, also, in, this would be a good time to talk about this as well. A little sidebar: um, we're wanting to promote this new project by Students Rebuild. Um, and uh, basically, this this season, the uh, the theme is hunger, and uh, dealing with hunger, and, and uh, trying to come up with, you know, uh, concepts and ways of uh, presenting hunger that'll you know help people to understand how big of a problem it is, and 
you know, what kind of awareness it needs. Um, and so uh, all the artists that have been on the Paint the Town podcast show, as well as all the artists that are in the L.A. Street Art um, Gallery community, um, we're asking to, you know, come up with a concept, do a piece, whatever. Anytime you put it up on the street to uh, tag us, the uh, PTTP show, um, as well as L.A. Street Art Gallery and Students Rebuild. Um, they are the ones, if you uh, please go check them out uh, now, if you get a chance, uh, at Students Rebuild on Instagram. Um, you know, they put together these projects where they, they, um, they collect artwork from students, from um, children all over the world. Um, they give them like a theme. And then for each piece that they get, they make a donation to a, a cause that they have completely outlined and uh, with all the details of where the money goes and everything, which I love. I love seeing that, being able to see like exactly where the money is going. And so, um, you know, they've uh, they've done several projects and they spend up to a half a million dollars. You know, yeah. they, they keep taking all these um, submissions up until like so half what a million. So what I do the artists have to do, basically? Basically do a piece on the street that uh, deals with hunger. And then they're going to donate to this fund basically for hunger. Right. And I don't think that they've ever had um, the kind of, uh, you know, uh, entry and submissions that I'm wanting to try to, you know, uh, get everybody to do, you know, because, you know, it's nice to do a piece and to to send it into them. But, you know, I'm sure they would like to see a piece that was done on the street that everybody can see and then, you know, have it up on on social media because uh, not only is it done for them, but it's also reaching other people as well. And you know what? We have to come up with a team name. It'll probably be the, um, you know, the Paint the Town uh, podcast team. Yeah. You know, um, that's a kind of competition. Well, it's um, I don't. You well, <laughs> I guess it is. But you tell me I don't it's a competition. Look at it I'm going to get competitive, man. I'm going to have to fucking win, dude. Because <laughs> yes, then yes, James. That's yeah, but maybe the competition is who can raise you know the most yeah, yeah, that's money or resources yeah. to benefit this organization. Exactly. exactly. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> But so, yeah, so that's, we're going to have a, a team name. And so then, you know, you tag, uh, you know, Paint the Town podcast, and that's, that's how we will um, put everything together and, uh, and present it to them. I think it'd be a really nice, uh, you know, um, addition to their, to their projects. So, yeah, announcement, basically, if you, if you tag, uh, what, say it again on Instagram? Students Rebuild. Students Rebuild, do a piece on hunger, and then they will donate, basically, um, however much. Well, it's it's different each year. I think for the last um, season, uh, the one with all the hands, they for each hand that they got, they donated a dollar ninety cents, up to a half million dollars. Okay. So um, awesome. It'll be somewhere in that range, you know, for each piece that they see or that's that's donated. Um, so yeah, tag students rebuild, as well as the PTTP show, and LA Street Art Gallery when you're doing a piece about hunger, and you're uh, and you're getting it up in the street, and you know. Uh, but these pieces, you know, try to be more considerate. Don't be doing vandalism <laughs> with them, you know. Uh, maybe try to keep them on the, uh, the electrical boxes or in, um, or if you have someone that will donate a wall, you know, um, the bigger the piece, the better, of course. Uh, all kinds of, you know, any kind of awareness we can bring to this cause is, is you know, is good. But, you know, uh, there's so many people that are, that are starving and that, um, you know, we'd love to be able to figure out some concepts and, you know, help to solve at least some of those problems if we can. So, awesome. Sounds um, good. Okay. Sorry about that. That's, that's a no, no, no. That's, a good, that's a good segue right there, real quick. But let's get All back to Carpart, man. I mean, you know, he had the reason. You know, that's a good topic to bring up because he has a lot of causes he has in his art, man. You, you know, and um, the most recent one I saw that you did a collaboration with Wordsmith is with uh, Greta Thunberg, basically, right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, you want to talk a little bit about how that piece came uh, about? Did you reach out to Wordsmith, or how, how did that kind of come about? 
Yeah, I did. I reached out to nice. Wordsmith. We've we've been talking for you know a few weeks now, and uh, he's been just an absolute pleasure to work with. Just a dream to work with from a collaboration standpoint. Phil's a great guy. I love him. Just some some people really get um, you know what what it takes as far as give and take goes, and uh, you know being creatively open minded and and how to work you know with another sensitive artist and. Uh, how to build on an idea instead of trying to just sort of make it your own thing. And yeah. it was just a completely seamless process working with him to get this piece where we wanted it to be. We went through, you know, numerous iterations on this one. But oh, nice. uh, it, it's been, you know, I think my whole story has sort of just been a, a progression of inspiration from different artists sort of first locally and then globally or, or in reverse order, depending on. Sure. Uh, well, who are some of your, your main inspirations as far as global artists? Well, I mean, Banksy is, is sort of, of an obvious, yeah. easy one, but right. uh, stylistically, um, you know, there are some parallels between uh, Banksy's work and then what I've sort of tried to adopt in my own style and then find a, a way to make it very much my own. And then uh, along those lines, Hijack, who's one of our local compadres as well, yeah, uh, and, and a really great guy um, who just did his show in Malibu. Yeah. Um, yeah. Equilibrium, which I don't know if you got to check that out. It was I a fantastic yeah. show. No, no, and I heard it went really yeah. well. And uh, we'd definitely love to have him on at some point. So. Yeah, he's 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 awesome. And, uh, you know, I, I was really inspired by how he was using uh, his art to further, you know, the, the messages behind the causes that he believes in uh, around the environment. And so recently um, I've sort of taken uh, uh, some break from the political art. Uh, which yeah, which yeah. Gets, it gets it gets redundant it gets exhausting burnt out. And I, I get burned out with it as well it's kind of like talking about where you started man you started with uh yeah this guy man and i think this is um uh what's the guy not foo um, yeah, what was what, what made you decide to to get your first piece up i was, I was really frustrated just just like real d- deep rooted frustration in in society and the art world and uh, and consumer culture and uh politics and sort of this weird place that I feel like we've we've come to as a society where we're so isolated from each other and and we live in this time of convenience culture and validation culture at the same time which is creating this weird loneliness yeah um and I I just feel like technology should be bringing us together but uh we live in a time where it's actually isolating us and pulling us further and further apart from each other it's making it easier for us not to physically interact yeah, uh, you can fit you can interact with in facetime right yeah you can, yeah, you like can show you out, a picture people hang out and they just kind of just play video games like in the virtual world they never like go to your friend's house and play video games side by side anymore you know yeah. <laughs> it doesn't so like what, what was the first person first piece that you did uh yeah this all you need is love is this kilroy piece kilroy no i'm not sure but the inspiration here was actually shepherd Okay. Um, so this piece is is straight from uh, a piece of Soviet propaganda from Interesting. from okay. the World War II era, which I uh, I saw the- some. Sorry, go ahead. What was your question? Oh, go ahead. No, finish, please. I saw some parallels in you know our political socio political culture at the moment or over the past I don't know how many years four three and a half four years. Uh, strong men. Yeah. S- strong man. Strong man. Lead- sort of. Uh, <laughs> Patriarch culture. Patriarchal society. <laughs> and I saw some parallels to, you know, fascist regimes of the past. And um, I wanted to sort of raise our awareness, as frustrating as it is that L.A. is somewhat of a bubble, 
Uh, we do have a global audience here, which is yeah. a really beautiful built-in feature of sort of living in Hollywood and yeah. uh, having that as a home base because it's it's very fortunately a, a good mecca and a place for where ideas can spread outward. Um, but I, I just it's wanted, paid attention to. That's right. It's paid attention to. It's on the map. Well put. I wanted to um, raise awareness around sort of that parallel and mm -hmm. and pull um, imagery from a, a pastime in this sort of simplistic style with uh, black, white, and red, you know, um, these colors that evoke uh, memories of the past, uh, and then replace images uh, and, and symbols of hatred and oppression with messages and symbols of love. Interesting. Okay. I like the juxtaposition. Now, I just got to ask you real quick. The reason I said um, is that Kilroy was here. I don't know if you guys know what Kilroy is, basically. Kilroy was oh yeah, here. I know what Kilroy is. Kilroy and Foo. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Basically, no. Total total oh. inspiration for my. Uh, I call them the dudes. Okay. And yep. that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was uh -huh. saying. The, yeah, the Keith Haring and Kilroy. The face kind of looks like that too. You know. Are you a Beatles fan, man? Oh yeah, I was raised on a, a lot of random <laughs> shit, but the Beatles was one of the main main CDs in in my dad's six oh. six deck changer. <laughs> 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 what were some of the others? Oh, we had uh, Andrea Bocelli oh, wow. and Luciano Pavarotti. Oh, I love that stuff. And then oh, the man. Rat Pack, sort of greatest hits of the Rat Pack. Dude, that's a classic like old school. Man. Awesome stuff. And like the Beatles. Putting together, you know, like a hell of a character you listen to that type of Oh, music. yeah. And then just show tunes. Nice, and, nice, uh, nice. And like the doors. Oh, man. That's a, that's a random sideball. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying it's a little bit dark compared to the other ones. You, oh, yeah. You know well, I mean? you know how to round you gotta it up. You got to have an edge. You know what I <laughs> no, mean? I love classic. No, I love classic. Uh, I thought you were talking about your dad's six CD changer, basically. Oh, that. <laughs> that was pretty much it. Yeah, I was like, that's about six. But yeah, no, I'm just saying that I'm a I'm a huge classic rock fan, too. I mean, the Beatles were one of the first groups I fell in love with, man. So, you know what? The other day, I just watched like a, a documentary on like Amazon Prime. It was like how the Beatles changed the world. Sometimes when I'm just like in like a music but in mood when I just want to get some music history, it's just such a great story, the Beatles, man. I mean... Take it like, down the wormhole. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, it's just like they're just so charming dudes, you know what I mean? And then like and they were talented. I think like so many artists these days, uh, you know, who are the superstars, it's all manufactured. You, you know, I mean, they had to actually manufacture all that themselves. And one of the things about the Beatles, I think, is special is that they were really in the avant garde art scene, too. They hung out with like the visual artists, you know, they hung out with like uh, a lot of like, you know, they weren't always hanging out with like you know other rock and roll dudes if, unless they were like the masters at what they did you know they took it to another like psychedelic realm basically like Jimi Hendrix you know um, but yeah it's so cool man it's just so good to I, I knew it because it says all you need is love and their whole entire catalog is just peace love, love. positive stuff you know what I mean and uh, often when I start making music and it gets too dark or whatever I'm just like I kind of like uh, you need to pull it back a little bit sometimes because you know you start appealing to a weird niche audience once you go darker and darker man <laughs> yeah. or more political yeah that's yeah. Ex exactly yeah. right so if you keep the peace love you, you know happiness and that's things right. like that you really reach a greater audience and you know what that, and to be honest that's one of the reasons why uh, you kind of stuck out too because we've seen a lot of sense there's a lot of stencils that come through here man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know and then so I mean I there's just a lot of love too I mean there's a lot of love and you know what I've, I've actually decided um not really a new year's resolution but i guess you can call it that if you want fucking want to but um you know i'm gonna try to focus uh at least with my instagram um on just mainly peaceful type stuff um and the political stuff i'll probably still do and put up but i'm not gonna post it on my instagram well you know, you know what i mean like i'm gonna try to 
um, try to just uh, shift more more neutral and and peaceful with uh, with my stuff because you know teach peace anyway, right? And and um, you know when I put up this political stuff, um, you know it's 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 almost like I'm preaching to the choir, you know, uh, all my followers. Um, and then the few ones that, <laughs> that, that aren't on, of that, you know, particular philosophy, you know, they unfollow me. Um, and there are plenty uh, of accounts to follow, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's fine. <laughs> yeah. But I've, um, you know, because you're getting back to what you're saying about doing a, you know, political stuff, it gets, you know, it gets to where it's a little burnout. You know, I was looking at uh, a bunch of my stencils today. I have like a stack of just political stuff and it's a big stack, man. <laughs> you know, and I just look at it and, and um, you know, I, we're, you know, it's good to, to help bring about an awareness you know, about certain things, you know, try to help people laugh at it and, and kind of bring them peace by showing them, you know, different images of it and everything. But it also, you know, has its effect on me as well. You know, and, uh, you know, my twins are like nine years old now and I'm starting to spend a little bit more time with them. And so, you know, the kind of energies that I'm working with, I'm wanting to, you know, try to focus more on the positive energies, you know, because the last thing I need is, you know, negative stuff dragging me down when I got my, you know, my twins and my other life. So, um, yeah, I feel you on that balance thing, man. Yeah, I mean, to your point about having a stack of political stencils i i can relate but i think it speaks to to james kind of what you were saying about the beatles where uh you wouldn't have a stack if you didn't have a burning passion for what you're doing at this point whether you started that way or it's therapy it's it's therapy keeps me from killing people right and and i think that that organic you know drive to do what you do and to do what we do is what you know separates what you were saying you know when we first started talking about how you see people come and you see people go and you kind of wonder and ask yourself how long is this person going to stay around and what more if anything do they got than what i've already seen so, so check yeah. that out, man. I'm looking at your pieces again. I I, I think the faces are really fun. You, they're you, funny, you, yeah. They're absolutely. fun, you know what I mean? Love like it. I said, because yeah. it, it, it's a throwback to the foo and the how long, how long have you been on the streets now? Dude, like, this guy's, uh, when, was it, when was it? About eight, eight months or so. Yeah, man. Wow. He's, a, he's a love he's, it. He's we like, got a newbie. He's like a preemie, dude. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, and you know what? This is, this is why I wanted to bring him on, too, because you know what? This community is really supportive, man. If you're going out and doing shit that's cool, all of a sudden he has a collaboration with Wordsmith, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, you know it's I mean? all about getting out there and, and, and becoming part of the community. That's right. You know? it, yeah, getting, and, and just getting up. And getting up and being persistent, but also shout out people like Truth. Yeah. Uh, you know, like we just had her on today, actually. She was yeah. one of the very first people who gave me the time of day on the street. You know, it was <laughs> no, really. I mean, it, when you first start, it, it's hard to, you know, get up with anybody that has has you know any has been doing it for a while because yeah they're a little bitter they're a little bitter but also (laughs) well maybe but also you know there is a level of risk which i know you've talked about on this on this show many times but there's a level of risk let's hear a story let's uh any any run-ins i heard heard you uh, had a run-in when you were with truth with cops yeah And now, now meeting him and seeing how he is, I totally understand how he's able to talk his way out of it. Okay, for those who don't know, uh, Car Parts, good-looking guy. Oh, thank you. And as you can tell, he's very intelligent. Very so for yeah. a oh, uh, for an officer to uh, deal with someone like this, and instead of some of the people that they're used to dealing with, I'm sure they're refreshed. You know what I mean? Like, oh Definitely. my God. You, you can actually speak clearly, and yeah, you're intelligent as a motherfucker. Most of the guys... I, mean, I don't gotta, need to be taking you in and putting you in a fucking cell. That's not the right thing to be doing for you. Uh, What's shit. going on here? Yeah, oh, that highlights some sad realities of sort of what we're up against <laughs> on the street, you know? 
That's tell, us, ever, tell us about an experience. About the sad realities, about an experience. That's better. It's a much brighter <laughs> topic. Uh, yeah, well, I'll tell the, the story a little bit more fully about when I was with Truth because she, she, uh, she started to tell that story, yeah. I, I know, a couple weeks ago. But uh, we were putting up pieces on the amoeba wall, and I had finished mine. She was taking her time with hers. Uh, <laughs> and I w- was wearing gloves, so I, I had, was taking my gloves off and throwing them in a, in a public trash can on that corner on, uh, on the sunset side. And I was really proud of myself for having put this stencil down. I had just finished it. It was three layers. It was really big. And I kind of ceremoniously took off my glove like a doctor who had just completed open heart <laughs> surgery. Holding like, <laughs> it like two feet out in front of me. Just stripping it motion, slowly. Yeah. I feel you. Wanting that like snap sound to be as <laughs> pronounced as possible so that any like of the three people walking by would know it just happened. <laughs> But Brins I, has just been executed. That's right. This way. Good things were done here. Uh, so, but in that process, I made eye contact with a, a police cruiser coming <laughs> down Kawanga. <laughs> as you're popping the yeah, glove. I like have my glove and just like <laughs> evil. You might as well be flipping smirk. him a bird. Exactly. I might as well have been flipping him the bird. In fact, at that point, I don't know which finger was coming off my, my hand. So, so it really could have been anything. So he kind of slow rolled through the light, passed by. <laughs> Uh, Truth was still working, and he slowly cruised by, made a U-turn, and then pulled up and put his lights on at the corner. Oh, the lights. And I I, 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 I was just going to wait and see sort of how Truth wanted to handle, handle it. Because I was done, you know? I, I figured I'd let her sweat for a second. <laughs> Poor Truth. And uh, so, so the the I heard the police officer say, hey, "What are you doing?" Truth's just sitting there with the can, just kind of looks over, just sitting there with the can, didn't say anything. I was like, "Is she, she going to say anything?" Like, oh, no. she really should. She just froze. She, she froze. Yeah. <laughs> so then the cop goes, "Hello." <laughs> I was like, "Shit." If I don't look at them, they're not there. Yeah, if I don't exactly. talk to them, they're not there. La, 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 la. If I can't see them, they can't see me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Takes down stencil, puts it over her face. Yeah. And then what happened? I was like, all right, shit, I'm going to go talk to them. Hello? She's not going to talk to them. And they're going to they're gonna get mad, so I, don't, yeah. I didn't want that. So I walked right up to the window and said, hey, officer, how's it going? He goes, what are you doing? I was like, oh, we're just putting some, some art on the wall. He goes, do you have permission? Said, yeah, of course, of course, we have permission. You know, uh, we had some art on the wall before, and uh, <laughs> it got messed up, and so some of us were invited back to put our art back on the wall. Look at that! Can you imagine that being a cop looking at that right there? That's Berkeley education, That's right like, there, man. Oh my God! <laughs> He's got puppy dog eyes going and everything with the intelligence. No, I like that. That's smooth, though, man. That's smooth because you didn't lie. We had all work said, up yeah. there and they messed it up and we're trying to fix it. <laughs> yeah, that was all true. So good. Yeah. So well done. Thank you. No, that's, that's, that's dope. Oh, you know what? Wait, I, wait, wait. It's not the... Oh, yeah, it's, it's just a, a yeah, no, 30 yeah. seconds yeah, left. Yeah, yeah. So then the cop asked me, he said, really? I said, yeah. He goes, what's your name? And I reached in the cop car and I shook his hand. I said, I'm, I'm Jared. Y'all can know my name. I'm Jared. It's okay. It's okay. I look like Jared. Yeah. If you have a problem with any of my art, by the way, please message me and we can talk about it. And we'll, <laughs> you know, we'll have a productive conversation about it or not. You can unfollow me. That's okay. Too. But, what a uh, sweet kid. Love but the uh, 
so he said really he looked at me you know really hard right in the eyes and i just met his glare you know firmly but you know and with no condescendence mm-hmm. whatsoever neutrality yeah neutrality um but sincerity i would say and then he just said okay and just slowly drove away oh. awesome man and and truth <laughs> turned to me and she goes what do i do <laughs> He's already gone. I was like, well, if he wanted to arrest you, he would have already. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, let's get this no, done like, and get out of here. Uh, you know, you, you <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Dude, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I, laughing no, because I, like the I more can de- just picture her doing this. <laughs> and I like the detail of the story. Yeah, a lot no, of details it's a different story. Yeah, exactly. No, it's coming yeah, from exactly. car part. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, you oh. know what, though? He d- you know what? You do have like a... Uh, Hypnotic gaze, man. So oh, I, I, I could see, I could see. Talk to the the cop, and you use your Jedi power. You're like, we were invited here. He's like, <laughs> he's like, now he's true. like we were invited here. He's like, yes, <laughs> you were invited here. Some Rick and Morty <laughs> shit. Yeah. But you know what? That right there is like I was saying earlier. That is how you deal with the cops. Smile, hi, how are you doing? Friendly as hell. That is how you approach them. Yeah. Unfortunately, like, you know, Truth said earlier, she gave him the RB, what is it, RBF? The RBF, the wrestling victory. (laughs) Accidentally, just when she first looked over, it was the RBF, which is not a good thing to start with. Hey, I'm working here. (laughs) That's awesome, man. Hey, so you know what? I have an update for the audience, actually, too. Recently, I finally went to court for our 420 uh, art sellout show, basically, that we did. Um, you know, everything's fine now. Another day, uh, James Chen doesn't got to go to jail. You know, you know what I mean? So everything's yeah, good. Uh, how much did it cost you? Um, you know what? Tw- like a couple grand, you know you know uh, what I mean? Hey, get a lawyer, basically. It happened. I mean, you don't want to fuck with them yourself, obviously. So, no. You know what I mean? No, but no, everybody no. was like, this is a bullshit case. So that, doesn't matter, dude. It doesn't see, matter. I never have that good luck with cops, though, man. No. Every, yeah, I know. know. They tried to. Straight it. up, every single time <laughs> I've ran into a <laughs> cop, He's fucking arresting me or giving me shit a ticket, basically. Yeah, it must be your face. (laughs) It it, it really must be your face. Maybe, man. Seriously, because... Well, here's what happened, okay? So this the building that we were having the show in, the guy who uh, owns the building is Chinese, okay? And, um, you know, James is is Chinese as well. And so... um, you know, luckily I, I, I caught what was happening here and um, the cops came in and they're like, uh, yeah, we need to talk to you. And so they were basically trying to punish him for uh, an event that was going on at the same time. There was another event going on at the same time. It was like a, a, an Asian modeling school of some sort. And they were having like a little show at the same time. And so half or more of the people that were there were there for that. Okay, but they're dragging him off. And so I started talking to him. They're like, "Uh, yeah, we don't need to talk to you. I'm like, well, you don't need to talk to me, but I'm going to come with you. Okay, and it was like four cops. And so I followed him because they were trying to drag him out by themselves. Yeah, they they work. They separate you and then say you and sure enough, the way they were questioning them and everything. I had to kind of intervene a little bit and say, look, man, you know, this is not the owner of the building. Okay. And you're kind of profiling here a little bit is what you're doing. Okay. <laughs> so you need to take it easy on my friend here and get the real story before, you know, things get out of hand here. Okay. Cause I can tell you, I've seen this whole thing and I'm perfectly happy to be a witness. So whatever you need to do here, let's just make sure it's done the right way. But yeah, anyways, dealing with the law, man, it's not my first radio. Luckily, so. one of the guys, one of the guys turned into good cop. Good. He saw that I was being reasonable 
He saw that I was listening and responding to what they were saying. And, you know, I mean, I'm a 50-year-old intelligent white man, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to relate to him as, as good as I can. But he there was no white cops. You know no, what I mean? The best thing they about this whole white. thing, they though, were, is that I have a ticket that says art show on it. I got a ticket. <laughs> for throwing an art. How many people in this world... All right. I want to know how many people. Right. There's maybe a few. So but are you an art fan? You just joined a very, very. <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? So I was like, hey, it's OK. People, people know like, hey, I'm down for the cause, dude. That, that's all that matters, man. And if that can help L.A. Strike Gallery get on like better artists, man, to know that, you know what? It's all worth it. If man. I do ever a very get exclusive busted. club right now, my friend, you are in a very yeah. exclusive club. It's if you ever get I busted. got a ticket. And thrown in jail, or take almost thrown in jail for throwing an art show. That's exactly. what I'm going to ask the, the the officer to put on there. Is to art show. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a street art yeah. show. I'm having a solo <laughs> street art show. I dig it, man, dude. Yeah. Let's, let's I, talk. I if you're going to arrest me, officer, yeah. can you please Tell do me what one it is. favor? I'll yeah. be cool with you and everything. Yeah. You're like, you know, I'm going to be a problem. I can be a problem. I'll throw up in your car. Yeah. I'll shit my pants and I'll throw up in your car. Yep. You want to put me in there right now? Yeah, yeah I didn't think so. I just want to, yeah, put this on my portfolio. Make sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it, it adds to the street cred. You know what I mean? But hey, so you said you met Truth, right? She was the first person yes. that would fuck with you, basically. That's exactly right. And then is it? From there, it kind of just snowballed into, all right, you met Truth, now Truth, like, and then you met the next person, or how, how did it kind of come about? Just curious. Yeah, I mean, you made the comment about how small the community is, so uh, I met Truth, and, you know, some things happen uh, directly, and other things happen indirectly, like, uh, people have conversations, you know, with and about people, uh, where you kind of become familiar with other people, whether they're in the room or not. Sure. Um, and so sometimes you feel like you know people. Like I feel like I've known Teacher for since I, before I started. Yeah. You know, and and Thanks, we have man. we have a very dear mutual friend, Strange Kiss, who um, who, who I spend a lot of time with, and and you know the the closeness of of Strange Kiss with Teacher is uh, it's amazing because I I just feel like I've spent years. With with teacher, <laughs> but we've never met until today. So uh, that's, that's awesome. What we man. mean by the the community, you exactly. know, when you're putting work up out there and you have relationships with people, and you know, the meeting other people. It's kind of an exclusive club. So it is. Did you, you know? and Strange Kiss just meet on? So the so I I was sort of introduced uh, to to him through Truth. Okay. Um, and then uh, I had I saw that Franklin did a cool projection thing with Levy. Okay. I saw that on Instagram. We're talking about Franklin Marshall III. Talking about Franklin right? Marshall okay. III, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, What's up, Franklin? Hey, Franklin. <laughs> follow me back. <laughs> hey, he wants, it on, he, he wants it on the real FM fan, not the FM fan page, yeah, okay? No, I want the real deal. <laughs> yeah. Before you get even more famous. No, hey, real quick, though. I don't even like TikTok, or I don't even have TikTok, but oh, I'm he's, being introduced. He's getting big on there. I'm, I mean, I'm he's being introduced to TikTok exactly. through these motherfuckers. I think dude. they made it for him. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect for him and Just Cyrus. Just silly yeah. dances. Yeah, yeah, man. Shout out to Cyrus, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to all Freak those, show. All yes. Freak show, folks. Yep. The CII. But no, that's that's what's so cool, man. You know, the thing about Franklin, I want to kind of just talk about him for a little bit, is that I seriously saw his stencil for years, man. For years. Okay, you know, we're just randomly walking. And <clears throat> for the longest time, for some reason, I thought that stencil was a, um, 
Who's the guy who wrote Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? Oh, Hunter S. Thompson, yeah. I, I thought it was from that for the longest time. <clears throat> you know, okay. I would go to a meet. There's a resemblance. Right? You, you, know, that, I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I, I was just like, okay. But then I just started seeing it so fucking much that I was just like, it, it's straight up like the classic, you know, street art story, man. You see somebody and then one day, randomly, the algorithm for Instagram kicked in. Because I don't run the LA Street Gallery uh, page, basically. It may have... But it kicked in on my my music page, and I was like, "This is the fucking dude." <laughs> I was like, "This is the fucking dude." I've been seeing his face for so goddamn long. I need to know who the fuck this guy is, basically. And we had we seriously had no. Fu- I, I looked on his page. I was like, "Comedian, okay." And you know what? It was like one of the for us, like one of those breakthrough moments of the podcast. Is like oh, this is man. why we fucking it's one do of the it. Sweetest he- moments I've ever had. You know, like when he came over and uh, we actually had the podcast at the house that I'm uh, in at the time. And, uh, you know, I, 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 you know, did my research and everything, checked him out. And, and you know, I, I thought it was an act. You know what I mean? I thought it was like he would put on these overalls and this, you know, shirt and pants and everything and glasses and slick his hair down. And, you know, maybe he had like a dental implant or something like that. And he was kind of like, OK, OK, hey, you know, it's pretty good. And lock, lock up, lock up, lock up. Yeah. But, um. You know, and then he comes over to my house. No, it's not. Yeah, it's okay. 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 But no, you know, I love it. Wait, wait, wait. So he he pulls up to my house and everything. And then, so the first time I see him, you know, he's in the car and he's just like smiling. He's got a big old waving. He's literally doing that. I'm like, oh, he's already in character. This guy. Like he is like I, I appreciate the effort. This guy is not waiting. He's like, he's going to start with the shtick full on to start with, you know, but. You know, but then he, he hops out and everything, and before we're even getting started, I'm realizing this is this isn't an, an this is not an act. This is, <laughs> this is the real this deal. This is a sweetheart of a guy. You know what I mean? And, and he's got like this hilarious, perverted, you know, sense of humor that he's is like right on the edge of being like, oh man, wait a second. But then he he knows just when to kind of coax it back into being just kind of okay. Like 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 Cyrus, he's my boyfriend. (laughs) For the longest time, Teach thought that him and Cyrus were just boyfriends. You never know, and and you know what? They wouldn't care if you thought that either, and thought it for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? They don't give a shit. But dude, after that interview, I mean, I was just, um, I I I love the guy. He's like, I feel like he's a family to me, like he's a brother to me. You know what I mean? Because he is. Is I guess one of the first times that he had been on a podcast that people are interviewing him, and you know just to hear his story and like how he, you know, came out here and and was doing this thing for a while, but then he had to go back and then he was you know like going all over the states trying to put together a film that he hasn't still still hasn't put out yet, but we're eventually going to get him to put it out. Um, I mean the dude is just the effort is amazing, you know what I mean? Just the the the, the dedication and the effort. Um, I, I haven't seen you know uh, anything better. You know, like he's it's just so much. He's committed, effort. man. Yeah, he's yeah. all in. I love it, man. Yeah. Hey, also what I love is that I watched your interview with uh, him. Oh, the green screen. <laughs> <laughs> Were you wearing the green screen at some point? <laughs> it was cold. It was cold. It was in my garage. Came over to my garage. We did the interview Perfect. in my garage, and. Um, it, the green screen was basically a green sheet yep. that he had. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he would sometimes he'd put it up behind us, whatever. But we couldn't figure anything out, so I was like, "Here, give me that thing. It's it's cold in here. I'm just gonna wrap it around me." <laughs> and and so had- they put in like a, a big old muscle body for me, like guy flexing his muscles, like do 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 do. 
No, and then he had the glasses oh, that just had the screens over them. That yeah, yeah. No, I made I made those because oh, I was like, well, those. you know, and, and in celebration of the green screen yeah. interview, I, I made some green screens for uh, you. Yeah. You know, you put anything in there. <laughs> not no, not that just, one. It was just um, like a, a screen. Oh, you know, an actual one, screen. Uh, uh, one of my screens from one yeah, of my yeah. stencils, the, the fiberglass <laughs> window screen, and I just cut out a strip and then cut out like a little notch. You don't use the adhesive stuff, do you? I do sometimes for bigger stencils. Yeah. Bigger. Oh. Like this technical like the, talk, um, man. The, uh, <laughs> well, what, we're, what we're talking about here is um, drywall mesh yeah. tape, okay? And it comes in rolls of either maybe two, three inch wide or something like that. But it comes in rolls that are like 36 inches wide. Yeah, right? by and like 75 feet. There yeah. There <laughs> and some people have used the entire Oh, I'm roll. on my third roll. I go through a roll a month. Oh, no. What I mean is like on one nice. piece. There's, oh, one feet. Oh, there's fuck. been people like I think, um, Jeez. Uh, beautifier with uh, what is it, um, Ruben Rojas, right? Mm. He's done some pieces using it that are like huge, and so yeah, it's I'm sure he's probably used the entire roll in just one piece before, but um, yeah, it's it can be good, but if um, if you have someone that's working with you, if you're doing a, a big stencil, um, or if you've got the rolling down technique down, but um, it's uh. And it's good for, for me for bigger stencils that have bigger openings and stuff. But if I'm doing like a really detailed small stencil, those the, the grid pattern doesn't quite catch all my little yeah. details. Yep. So that's why. And plus, the, when I use the, uh, the, the window screen, um, it's a lot easier to, to apply it because first I'm spraying the, the spray adhesive down and then I'm going with the, uh, you know, with the roll. And it's just it's, you know, if you miss put it down it's easier to pull it up yep. and, and put it back yep. down so yeah you can ruin a perfectly cut stencil by not knowing how to unroll the adhesive mesh yeah, yeah. you sound oh, like yeah. you speak from experience <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah so wait, you know what uh, a lot of work just to, to flash back were there any other uh, um episodes with the uh, with the cops any other close calls or any other times you had to speak to them or anything yes <laughs> Have you been taken in, charged no, with anything? I have not. I have not been taken okay, in. Okay, that's good. I've that's good. I've managed to to talk or charm my way out of it every mm. time. That's good. That's good, yeah. man. There you go, man. I mean, shit. So, folks, if if uh, you know you want to maybe have an idea of how he did that, maybe you get in touch with him on Instagram. Um, I am is, not a lawyer, though. So please, it, uh, you, yeah, you, you know what? Trouble, Fuck a lawyer. I, a lawyer's advice may get yeah. you in more trouble. That's right. You well, get you get some advice from this guy. He may just save your fucking ass. What might. is what is your Instagram? How do you spell it? Oh, it's a car. Part it's K A R underscore P A R T. Okay, yeah. and uh, you know just DM this dude and you know yeah, ask for some advice well, or whatever. But I, I want to just wait a second. How did you come up with the name? Oof, it's my secret sauce. Well, you know I'm a mechanical engineer, so I thought uh, the car, you know, the whole mechanical element of it was very fitting. Um, and then I had a lot of inspiration from uh, other artists with two syllable names like Hijack and Dogbite and. Uh, Banksy, and I think if you sort of look around and take inventory and teacher, uh, <laughs> <laughs> when lots of people call me teach brand identity. <laughs> but uh, you know, if you look at my handle, I'll, I'll leave some homework to those who may be listening. If you look at my handle, I think it's the most obvious handle that could possibly exist for me. Yeah, um, no, I, I, I agree. I agree without giving too much, yeah. uh, too much information away. But I, I, I understand what you're trying to say. Yeah. No, I mean, you know what? It's memorable, man, and th that's. You know, I want to talk about a few of these pieces that you did, man, because you're you're doing some interesting stuff, man. Like I said, at the very, I, I saw your progression because at the very beginning you're doing like the Kilroy kind of things, you know what I mean? And I was like, oh, okay, 
a new one. You, you know what I mean? And it's a uh, branding's good, consistent. Like we're we're, we're we're doing some messages, you know, you know, yep. and then all of a sudden, I mean, like you kind of just went, all right, did you, aban- did you abandon that or are you, I'm, I'm just, so you did. Yeah. You abandoned that. Yeah. Um, well, you know, to be honest, I fell in love with, with, with everything about this life. You know, I fell in love with mm. the, <laughs> I the, love that. the creativity of it and the uh, frustration of fixing a fucked up stencil and, uh, you know, trying to figure out how to put together, uh, you know, two, three foot wide pieces of a stencil to make a six foot six foot piece and uh and then the thrill and adrenaline of getting up and uh you know what it's like to fucking hit a billboard or hit a rooftop and you know that there's a real uh allure to it if you are of a certain inclination yeah and it really spoke to me so once that happened different type of adrenaline it is yeah it's, it's like jumping out of a plane, I guess, but it, you know, yeah, you might get caught by the police when you get to the. <laughs> but ground. you're also accomplishing putting out a message at the same time. Exactly, well, you have a sense of that you've created something at the end of it. Absolutely, uh, what, definitely. What I like so far about your uh, just your short time of progression, man, is in this short window of time, I already seen a lot of maturity. Actually, just changes, man, because like there's a guy. I mean, there's a bunch of people who saw you know the Shepherd Fairy documentary, decided to create their own sticker, and then they just went there and then. They're still on sticker sticking phase for the first three fucking years, dude. <laughs> okay, With the same one, design, same design, yeah, right? Because it's about repetitive, and that's sure. one way to do it, man. Yeah. But I'm just saying, since July, when you started getting up, man, I've seen so many pieces and so many different changes, man. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I gotta, I, I gotta love talk to this that, guy, man. I love I gotta seeing talk to artists this guy, that, man. that that aren't afraid to develop and change and and grow. Yeah, but that's what it is. I'm trying to grow, and the truth is, I mean, it's cheesy as fuck, I know, but I really want to be great. I really really want to be great and i want to be involved in the conversation amongst people that i have immense respect for who Fuck i consider yeah, great dude. there you um, go man hey you heard it here man and we recorded this shit so basically it's like we got to hold you to it yeah, you know one yeah. of, one of the yeah. reasons i wanted you to come on man is because i wanted just to fuel that fire man because Thank it's you. like hey man you're, you're you're making moves and you know what this isn't a one-year game, yo. This no. is like, hey, I got in the game 10 years ago. Yeah. And, and you know what? Here's the, here's the fucking thing, man. Like, um, not long after getting into this, I realized that, you know, um, I don't think I'll ever stop until I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> with, with doing right. pieces in the streets. Yeah, you once know what you I mean? get I may burn out here and there, like, maybe lay off here and there, or if whatever. If they catch me, you know, then... Fuck it, I don't care. I'm going to stop. No. Keep going, right? Yeah, yeah. You feel the same like way? It, yeah. Like nah, I that's said, how you man, know you kind of have the bug, right? We're gonna hold it to you to it. You know what? I like this piece, man. Who is this? This have a heart. This little kid. You, you oh, know man, what I mean? That's the Wolf of Wall Street. Actually. That's what I was saying. I was gonna ask you if that's Leo, man. <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean? So, so you know, you were speaking to growth and and how yeah, I've been sort of evolving in yeah. a very short amount of time. This piece was a very transitional piece for me. Yes. Uh, it went up pretty big. It took me fucking forty five minutes on Melrose on an illegal spot. <laughs> Woo. Um, <laughs> you know, I was with our friend Strange Kiss, so yeah. uh, it, 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 I don't. If anybody's ever painted with him, you, you'll know that he has this ability to just make you forget about the time and space that you're in, so that y- all you're doing is really just hanging with him. So you could be doing the most illegal, sketchy thing ever, but being with him just sort of makes you feel comfortable. And we got to get him on the podcast. Yeah. Oh man. yeah, got to get yeah, him. We, we will. He's uh, he's dealing with wonderful. some tough stuff right now. Oh yeah, but sending love, sending love. Yeah, absolutely, and, uh, sending love to my brother Michael. Yeah, sending love to Michael. But uh, so so for that piece though, I was really proud of it. You know, it was ten layers. It's um, holy cow. five shades of gray and and red 
Uh, and then oh yeah, you don't have pieces. kids or, or cats all over the place that tear <laughs> shit up. That's right. No, I don't. Because I'm just thinking, you know, my God, how do I keep track of all those layers? My kids will lose it or destroy one or two layers, and then it's like, fuck. Well, it was a little overly awesome. ambitious, I think. So, I mean, I, I really wanted to get this layered stencil style down and have that be, uh, you know, something signature for me. Uh, it came out really good, but the feedback yeah. that I got, and this was, you know, this is part of the growing and evolving thing where you want your message, if you have a message, that you want it to really connect with people, you want people to connect with your message, and you you know what your intent is as an artist, so you can look at your own piece and say, yeah, it's obvious, you should get it, but the reality is that the average consumer of street artists is not you or I, it's, it's may not even be like my dad, for example, because, you know, at least he knows what I do. And shout out my parents, by the way, Hell yeah, mom and dad. Y'all are the best. I love you so much. Thank you wow. for your support. That's a great that. kid. Yeah, Holy never, shit. never too cool to love your parents. That's Absolutely. True, true that, man. Uh, Everybody else is know, just so, jealous. So people don't really connect to things the same way you as the artists do. And, sure. and this piece was a really good lesson in that for me because uh, to me it was all about the Wolf of Wall Street and remembering innocence and youth and uh, you know remembering when you had a heart uh, and how we all get so swept up in this sort of corporate nine to five and we let money you know, get in the way of our ethics. Uh, but everyone looked at this piece and said, oh, hey, that's Leo. And, <laughs> and, and I thought that was such a strange sort of phenomenon that to me it was the Wolf of Wall Street. And I, I tried to, you know, put in levels of abstraction in, in his face and the details and everything to pull it away from the identity of Leo. Mm. And I wanted to highlight, you know, features like his suit and the bag and, and the style and the mm. shoes and the tie uh, which, which to me were more indicative of that Wolf of Wall Street. To me, character. you know what? Yeah. To, to me, actually, I mean, uh, knowing that, uh, that's why I had to ask you if it was Leo. But the, when, when I was asking you, I meant, is it the Wolf of Wall Street Leo? I didn't mean, like, is it Leonardo DiCaprio? Who actually, by the way, is a big street art collector. I don't know if you knew that, actually. <clears throat> Just letting you know. Oh, well. <laughs> it's right next to uh, Hollywood I, 3D printing. Um, it, it was. I saw that. Yeah, I actually took a picture of it. Yeah, so there's a new piece in that cubby now. Good. Nice, nice. It's good to hear that. I was just checking out. But I think that there. the focal point for me for this piece is more of the kid handing out hearts, man. Like, you know what I mean? It could be anybody standing there, actually. You're, you're, you're spot on, man. I, I, you know? If you noticed, you know, sort of after this point, I focused on uh, kids and, and children as a primary uh, subject of, of my pieces. Mm. Um, because there's a really special amount of um, emotional conveyance that... Um, the sort of the innocence of a child has, whereas we as, you know, adults or young, younger adults and older adults. One comment I'd like to make about the street art community, uh, just a sidebar. Yeah. It's a lot of 40-something-year-old dudes. Yeah. Like 90-something yes. percent. And I was really surprised. Well, you got to think about that. this. Ten years ago, they were not 40-year-old, 40-year-old, 50-year-olds. No, you you got to see what I'm it's saying? Like and the thing is, like, the real, the, the, the OG OGs actually. Are getting older and older. Yeah, they're getting older and older. Like, you know, this whole movement was actually huge. Basquiat himself was a street artist too, right? Everybody knows mm -hmm. him for his like, for his uh, whatever. But he had his whole Samo era, basically, right? Where he, you know, yeah, he even collaborated with uh, Richard Hamilton. Yeah, Shadow, uh, Shadow Man. Man. Yeah, you know, I mean, we've been like, yeah. If you, you just check out this guy named Shadow Man, basically. Um, let me Richard just, Hamilton. Let me just pull it up right here since we have the. Uh, he, he passed away last year, by the way. Finally. Yeah, but this guy is like... This guy was prolific. He got up uh, hundreds of images of... Uh, and he called them Shadowman just because they were, you know, silhouette images uh, that he would put up in the street. And uh, he would just hand paint them. You know what I mean? Just And, and use lots of splashes with the, uh, with, the, with the black paint putting them up. 
Um, so there's just a lot so of this energy guy, involved. I mean, this guy is like basically see a lot of kind of like this kind of stuff. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Like you know what I mean? So silhouettes basically i always kind of like imagine it's like it's so crazy because we, one of the things that i remember wordsmith was saying he's like i always imagine superheroes like did street art yep. and when you kind of like leave these uh splatter like silhouettes basically it's like almost like a bam like a superhero just like disappeared into there yeah fingers yeah exactly man dude man you know what it's fucking cool man that Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, man, I'm going to fucking haunt you, dude. And I'm going to tell you, <laughs> hey, you motherfucker, you told me that you want to be the best. Dude. You want to be in the conversation, man. Because when I hear shit like that, that fucking makes me excited. Yo. Yeah, man. No, I, I appreciate you. And that's why, you know, I'm the kind of person that will always try to pull up my friends with me and will always shout out the, the people who have helped me get to where I am today. Hell yeah. And, you know, in the beginning, it felt like effectively nobody was trying to help, you know, and, and as it should, I think, to an yeah. extent. Yeah, like, you got to you got to kind of, you know, prove yourself. You got to prove that you're I mean, on the is, game. This, but this is definitely the beginning and you're, you're definitely earning your stripes pretty fast, man. Thank I'll tell you. you. Thank you. I've, uh, it's but been yeah, a no, privilege it's, to work with some of the, it's good some of the artists that I've worked with. It's uh, good to know, let people hear that you even went through, a, you went through a, a frustration period. Too. Oh, I'm still yeah. in it. Hell yeah. <laughs> I better stay frustrated, man. Yeah, I really yeah, better yeah. stay That's part of being an artist. Yeah. Well, real quick, actually, you said that you were angry before you put it up in the street, right? I mean, like that night that you actually decided to cut out the first like uh uh that stencil man like I what the fuck man. what was oh, no. it took me a w yeah no i did other stuff before that i was putting up posters first I, okay that was, that was where i started i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna glue this up so i took some of that 3m 77 oh no and then as soon as the sun hits it <laughs> it comes down sun, yeah, it just like <laughs> falls off it doesn't, no one even needs to touch it it's just like good morning there it is right there on, on the, the ground, ground. Oh, well, at least whoever buffed me had the decency to let me try again, you know? Yeah. <laughs> nope. You got to get some of that Earl Lube, basically, right? Shout right. out Earl Lube. Yeah, yeah Earl Lube. We Send love him. Bubba. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, you know what? I mean, man, I just heard that his stuff is the best, man. It's also made out of acrylic, right? Water-based, basically. Oh, and dude, it smells so good. It smells Spearmint. Good. This smells like fucking oh, yeah? spirit. Yeah, you want to chew it. You want to eat it a little bit. We should buy some. And I actually tasted some one time. Yeah, if, you, if, if you don't know, if you're at home listening and, and you're a street art fan but not an, a street artist yet, and you don't know what wheat paste smells like, make oh. some. <laughs> make some. And then let it go. And then and once then you're done with it, let it sit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then that that uh, root canal that mine got that got uh, opened up after all that, uh, you know. It'll grossness nice. <laughs> you know that'll it'll give it competition speaking of uh people who have helped me i just wanted to shout out life after death as well who has oh, been another yeah, dream dream artist to collaborate oh with. man absolutely he actually has a, a shadow man piece himself in his yep. in his museum <sighs> have, yeah oh, man awesome. his house is crazy because yeah. you know what when i was like one time it's crazy because I, I I collect just like images, art, and stuff like that, but they're not the real fucking thing. <laughs> oh right, <laughs> he's got like Warhols. He's got right? yeah. You know, it's like I like, like you know I'll hang up like uh, I don't know you know any random like street arts that you can think of. You know I mean like let's just say like you're you a have teacher. A, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I, I mean, a vandal. Okay, okay. No, I'm just saying, but like. You know, if I have a if I have a you know Warhol, it's gonna be a print, man. It's not gonna be yeah, all no, the actual, the, all of them one in that series. <laughs> yeah, every single one of them in the the, the chair series. You know, I mean, so th that's cool, man. Yeah, honestly, the life after death been super cool. This community, I think, it's brought. He's like, opened himself up to to you know. I mean, this guy, if you know what his previous life is. Uh, man, that's it's really risky for him to you know to open himself up like that. You know, he's taking some chances, but 
you know, someone like you, I know that that's, you know, it's well-placed, um, you know, effort right there. Um, yeah, you yeah. know, you're one of those people that's going to appreciate and probably work really well with him. Thank you. Yeah. But he's just been a, a, a pleasure and a dream as well. I just could not be a more gracious, sweet, and yep. dedicated man, sweet uh, person. you know, uh, so let's hear, let's, I want to talk about some of these other, like, uh, dare I say, like, people that you're posting up. I mean, you, you know what I mean? Like, uh, this is like, uh, you got a Marilyn Monroe in front of a, uh, um, oh, that's so cool. kind of th- Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, some interesting, uh, a couple of notes here. One, I mean, this is a little bit of an homage to two artists that I've uh, also been inspired by. Mr. Romano, shout out the. Oh, oh yeah. The dude, show. dude, yeah. He's Mr. been Romano. one of the first yeah. guys that listened to the shout podcast, out. man. Long we appreciate time. you, man. Uh, and then um, Ill Will as well. Oh, yeah. Um, Ill Will and the Dude, there's so many people. Man. So many <laughs> talented people. You know, got to get them all. Yeah, out. man. No, that's so out. cool, but, man. But, uh, I like there's a couple artists that you know inspired that. And then another thing about that piece, that Maryland piece. First of all, I left it unsigned because I don't. Uh, I didn't expect it to ride for more than 24 hours, but uh, <laughs> you never know. Right? Yeah, I never know, right? It's still there. But uh, I, I did put the uh, eye test machine on this piece. Machine? Yeah, the optometry machine. It's on the LAI Works building. So one little trick out there for some of our street art friends is. If you want a piece to ride longer, listen, there's never a guarantee. It could, it could literally ride for seven seconds, seven minutes, yep. seven years. You don't know. But if you want to increase your odds, uh, you can install pieces that have something to do with the environment or the site in which you're putting them. So uh, this yes. store Location sells specific. glasses, and I put up a piece that has a Perfect. reference to they're gonna so be smart. They're going to be more prone to <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're probably going to leave it up, right? Because they're like, you know, the people are going to think that they did it. So Clever placement. Um, Look for it. Yeah, anyway, just a little trick of the trade. No, Keep that's work good, man. The street. I, I, I like that, you you know, what's this beekeeper, man? Oh, man, the bees. It's got to save bees. the environment. Yeah, exactly, the man. Yeah. What's Pesticides. going on with this? This is like a fucking ma- Yeah, this is a major issue right now. Yeah, you know, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I was looking at some of the causes that, you, you know, you're kind of standing behind, man. And, like, I, I just dig it, man. This uh, this keeps breaking. This is the one you did with Life After Death, basically, yeah. the collaboration, yep. right? I, I, I like it because it has, like, this little... Uh, uh, world that's like a melted ice cream that's on the exactly floor. It, yeah. so, <laughs> you know I mean? so damn good. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, man. Oh, another piece I wanted to bring up. This one, this one. This is this was interesting to me, man. The, the Shadow Kids. The Shadow <sighs> Kids. Okay, yeah, let's hear Very about well. Them. Very yeah, well. Yeah, because uh, thank you. normally you would fun. do the shadow as uh, um, on the floor, you know what I mean? But he did the yeah. shadows on the wall, man, which gives it like a just an interesting perspective, man, because it's like, hey, man, we all live in this like kind of like 3D world, dude. So like I said, it just was a mind fuck when I saw that the shadow was actually on the wall and the thing was on the floor, you know what I mean? Great creativity, man. Thank so. you. I'm glad you noticed. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> so we're definitely going to have him on again just because I, I love seeing the development, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, man. And, and like I said, I got to make sure, keep this guy, make sure he wants to be you. the best, man. You thank know, you. That's what <laughs> Yeah, hold me to it. Let's go. Gas, gas the jets. I love it. I love it, You got man. the right idea. But don't fly private. Absolutely right idea. <laughs> um, yeah, but just on that piece, it was part of a series. I got I got tired of the political stuff, and I just found it so exhausting and so polarizing, and I felt like I was talking myself in circles, um, that I wanted to try to turn the lens back to the audience um, and consider people to look at themselves for just who they are, just hold up a mirror to society, not say, you need to feel this way or you need to care about this you know, cause. Uh, but I just wanted to say, like, Hey, consider yourself and, and, and have some awareness about, you know, the things that you take for granted in this world. And, and this gets to the 
the loneliness and convenience culture and what cell phones and black mirrors have done to our society. Um, so that was <coughs> part of a series that I called Mirror Obscura, which is like a play on Black Mirror mm. um, and Atlas Obscura, which is sort of this. Yeah, uh, no, I, I like online. that. I like Atlas Obscura is like this. What, I travel a lot. Right. And sometimes you go to the same places like, you know, third time and you're like, all right, I've seen kind of all the touristy sites. There's a site called Atlas Obscura, which kind of gives you like these weird uh, off the beaten path kind of places. So th that's pretty cool that you're into that, too, man. Um, Thank you. So, so it was part of that series, and uh, each piece was intended to get the audience to sort of reflect on what was going on in the piece. They were intended to mindfuck the audience, just to a small extent. I like that, man. So a, a lot of a lot of great messages, man. And again, I think like you know, a lot of street artists that they come up, and then uh, you know, you know, like I said, I got my image, and I'm gonna put it on the street. Yeah. That, that's the that's you know the first what? There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's yeah, nothing wrong. wrong with that. We all have different levels I'm of just, therapy. Yeah, I'm just saying that this guy, this guy's definitely. I've seen just a lot of growth in the past, like just you know, not, not even that, one not year, that man. Long, man. You, you been know, going. so so like I said, man. Um, Instagram, you want to repeat one more time for yeah, the audience? Yeah, please. Uh, you know, I I appreciate every single person that takes the time to look at my my content or to like like my post or watch my story. I I take all that very personally and and uh, am very gracious for that. So if you if you don't mind, take the time to follow me. Uh, my my Instagram handle is at carpart k a r underscore p a r t, and I'll see you out there. And there you go, man. And uh, basically, you know, like I said, we love to have you back again, man. Like seriously, just kind of like update like, us on part your of the, growth. Is the part of the meetup we're putting together for March seventeenth. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah we'd love come to come out because at the end of the day, we just want to get the dialogue going further amongst artists, man. Because the more that artists artists collab, we're gonna see better shit out on the street, man. So. Anyways, follow us at PTTP Show. Um, thank you very much, guys. Uh, you know, subscribe to us, follow us, and uh, leave us a review too on iTunes if you can. Um, yeah, anything else, each? Yeah, just grateful for having this guy in here today. Hell yeah! And, thank uh, you, for uh, inspired man. Hell yeah! And also, do 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 the hunger piece. Is that where? Students rebuild. If you're gonna um, tag students rebuild as well as PTTP show and LA Street Art Gallery um, when you're going to do pieces on the street that have to deal with hunger. Hell yeah. March 17th we're going to be drinking St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thank you guys. Love you guys. Take care. Bye. Peace. Peace. And in